who masterminded the central bank gang robbery and who helped Mahendran to leave the country and abscond in hiding? Posted on March 2, 2018. Sudath Gunasakara. 2.3. 2018. Arjun Mahendran has left the country and now he is absconding. Now that he was not found in Singapore where is he? Is he hiding in UK, USA or in the moon as planned? Probably Ranil will know best. I believe he will never come back and he will escape the Sri Lankan law. Then what next? Are we going to leave it at that? What plans the president has up his sleeves if he has any, I doubt. On whom are we going to fix responsibility regarding this mega robbery which has completely ruined a nation with spillover bankruptcy effects for decades and generations to come on the entire banking system in this country, the national economy and the whole nation where the per capita loan liability is said to be already over 400,000 rupees? How the conspiracy was hatched and carried out and by whom? The whole country knows that it was Ranil Wickremesinghe who brought his buddy Arjuna Mahendran to Sri Lanka and got him appointed as pre-planned as the governor of the central bank in spite of strong objections raised by the president, the de jure head of the state. It was he who invited him to come offering the governorship of the CB. It was he who got the CB under him as pre-planned, from the finance ministry. It was he who took full responsibility for his selection and insisted that Mahendran should be appointed, when the president objected for his request to appoint his buddy. When the matter was raised in Parliament it was Ranil who defended him in the House on 17th of March 2017. It was also Ranil who introduced the new system of bond auctions as revealed by Arjuna Mahendran before the Commission in his evidence. It was also Ranil who got the President to dissolve Parliament in August 2017 a day before the Dugunasakara Cope report was to be presented to Parliament and thereby avoided the report being debated in Parliament. This lapse led to the second bond scam the subject of the present debate. He also appointed his own commission of party lawyers and got Mahendran exonerated before the president appointed his commission. Then he also wanted Mahendran appointed for a second term which the president refused and got Kumaraswamy appointed. After that Ranil appointed Mahendran to another high post under his ministry disregarding and ignoring his highly questionable role in the CB scam and also ignoring the president, probably thinking that it was he who got Mr. Sirisena elected as the president, which is partly true. When he was asked to give evidence before the commission he got the commissioners to send him a list of questions to be asked at the inquiry in advance carefully prepared, so that he can come prepared to answer them, perhaps designed to exonerate him. This is like the commissioner of examination sending the question papers to a candidate and accepting his answer scripts at the examiner's home and pass him with distinction. What is more he got his own attorney general to lead his evidence, who did a shoddy job to save his master. He also got Ravi Karunanayaka the finance minister as confidant and deputy leader of the UNP to instruct all state banks to bid at the auction at lower interest, 9.5%, so that Ajun Aloysius, who was perhaps advised in advance either by Mahendran his father-in-law who was living with him in his home or jointly by Ranil and Mahendran to quote 12.5% interest as pre-planned. He was also responsible for increasing the 10 billion to 40 billion as Mahendran has revealed in his evidence before the commission. It was also he who got Sujiva Sarasenia, the author of the infamous book on CB scam, and got him appointed to the COPE as a member. It was also he who sent Mahendran to Singapore when dark clouds were gathering over the sky. It is beyond comprehension how and why a suspect of such a crime was allowed to leave the country by the custom authorities, unless there was some powerful intervention behind it. Ranil should know better than anybody else as to how he left Katuniaka Airport without any problem. Ranil knows better than any if Mahendran is arrested and grilled by the Sid and by people like Dapul Oliveira and Kotagoda he will spill out all the beans and the entire gang of Alibaba and 40 thieves and all others who have jointly conspired, 
aided and abetted in different ways assigned to them by the leader, like writing books, adding footnotes and those benefited directly or indirectly will be exposed. In this backdrop I don't think this man will ever come to Sri Lanka. The perpetrators must have done their homework so that he could be kept in hiding safely. Why can't the president or law enforcing authorities take action against Ranil taking these commitments as evidence of serious crimes and take action accordingly? Of cause one could argue that he cannot be treated under that law as he has not duly singed a personal bond in court to that effect. Can't his undertaking on behalf of Mahendran be accepted as a verbal bond under common law? I am sure what I have said here could be converted to legal jargon to frame the charges. Why can't the president direct the authorities to arrest Ranil under a presidential order and keep him there at least now until he produces Mahendran before the court? Now that Ranil is in Singapore I am sure he can bring his friend in the same plane and produce in courts without any problem. Therefore the citizens of this country who are the owners of the central bank should demand the president to give directions to the CIT at least now to arrest the golden brain, whoever it is, that conspired, planned and executed this crime with a gang of thieves and who is also doing everything he could under the sun to protect Mahendra and his erstwhile friend for nothing but sheer political and personal gain. I don't think anybody needs to name him. The president should know it better than anybody else. So I leave it to him to decide. I do not know whether he will take the correct decision. But as responsible citizens it is our duty by the country and its people to raise these issues for public debate. If he takes the correct decision on this issue at least now I have no doubt that he will at least partially emerge out of the abysmal political mire into which he has fallen, not because of anybody else's fault, but only of his own fault and lapses and lack of farsight. It will also open the doors for an entirely a new political culture in this country, free from corruption and misgovernment, which the people of this country have been desperately dreaming for decades. Those of you who read this will know many more involvements and finer points than I do. I beg your pardon for shortcomings in this note. P.S. The background for his selection. Mahendrans are Ranil's family friends and strong UNP supporters. Mahendran is also said to be his schoolmate at Royal. He has been appointed to several posts even in 2001 when Ranil became PM. During that time he also appointed Charles Mahendran, Ajun's father to the UN. While he was there he is supposed to have given some vital secret information to Ranil by passing Chandrika, over which Chandrika got damn annoyed and dissolved the parliament making room for the 2004 general elections that routed Ranil's government and sent him to the opposition. It is in this background one has to understand as to why Ranil brought Mahendran to the central bank. In this backdrop, there couldn't be the slightest doubt that Ranil should know where Manidran is hiding. As such it is his bounden duty as well as legal obligation to produce him before the CID, failing which action has to be taken against him. This I believe is the responsibility of the president. Here the president has to transfer back the CB to the M-slash-finance at least now without allowing the chicken pen to be under a cunning fox. 